the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. Healthcare bill uh, coming yeah. out, coming soon. Uh, the vote maybe this week. You excited about it, Pat? Oh, no. It's going to solve all the problems, though. Obviously, that have gone. Solves almost bottom. none of the problems. Uh, but that's. I guess we're supposed to ignore that little fact. Well, yeah, because you know it's a Republican-dominated Congress, so we just, we're supposed to love everything they do. <laughs> what? And we're just certainly not stamp ex- it. We're certainly not supposed to expect uh, ex- uh, expect what they promised. No, that, no, that's a ridiculous, uh, crazy. You can't hold them to that. They just said no. it to get elected, right? And so. we all know that. Uh, there was a, a great story. There's an interest. Well, it's, it's an interesting story in National Review uh, by I think Yuval Levin, um, who uh, by who? Yuval Levin. Okay, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, uh, he uh, he wrote a story about the bill, and I would say it was from a positive perspective. Like, here's what you should take and like out of the bill. and um, Not necessarily, like a, not a puff piece, not a glowing support, but I thought it was an interesting breakdown because I've read mostly negative about it, right? I mean, and it's nice to kind of see a couple things that you might see in there positive. There's one part of the Senate, uh, one part in the Senate bill that kind of gives some wiggle room for states to opt out of things, which was kind of interesting. But th- tell me, there's no way to disagree with this part of it. Um, uh, with this particular part of the uh, of the um, uh, of the story, and, and I think it's a uh, it's a it's a relevant one because, really, you it's so obvious to all of us that this is true. Listen, mostly um, the whole problems with the health care bill. Mostly, it's a function of something that they have learned about themselves, meaning Republicans. After seven years of saying they want to repeal and replace Obamacare, congressional Republicans have been forced to confront the fact that many of them, perhaps most actually don't want to do that i mean it's so true yeah and embarrassing it's tough to deny that and here we are people who were were told over and over again you know you got to repeal this like we're sold election after election after, after election and we were all skeptical at some point but i was i would say mainly skeptical because my thought was they're never going to get you know majorities they're going to be able to pull this off Right. It's going to be more. They're not going to. It certainly didn't seem like they're going to win the presidency. And then at the same time, hold the Senate and hold the House. I didn't think it was going to happen, especially all at the same time. So I didn't really think that this opportunity would have presented itself. And but, but when it's here, you'd think they'd at least make a good, solid attempt to do something. And here what they're what they're doing is actually nothing. And they're all just sitting here saying, oh, well, look, it's not nothing, but it's almost nothing. And they're all just saying, well, look, just go along with it. This is it's not going to say it's not going to be Obamacare anymore. And you know who's really cheering that idea? Obama. Hey, we get all the same stuff that's going on. All the spending still happens. Yeah, they screwed with a couple things that I don't like out of my bill, but now I don't have to be associated with it anymore. None of this is my fault. What a great, what a, what, man, nobody gets a better ride than Barack, does he? This guy, I mean, man, that works out well. Yeah, it does. Because this is no blame for all the nonsense that went on with his stupid program, and now it's going to be blamed on Republicans when it goes south, which is not, not positive. Not at all. And uh, so anybody in the Senate who wants to do the right thing, and there is about five guys, there's five senators who want to do the right thing. And, and 
don't think this bill uh, is good enough to vote for. Well, they've got a new campaign from top White House allies targeting these guys, saying we're coming after you. America First Policies, a White House-backed outside group led by the president's top top campaign advisors, has launched a $1 million attack against uh, Dean Heller Mm. in Nevada because he opposes the bill. Um, And the video says, unacceptable. If you're opposed to this bill, we're opposed to you. So not only do they have... uh, the Democrats to fight against. Now they're fighting against their own uh, executive in office, uh, the yeah. president of the United States. This just, I mean, this sucks. But uh, my hat's off to these guys who are going at swimming against the tide. It's, they, they're, they're telling America that this isn't what we promised you and I can't get behind it. And so they're getting attacked by uh, both sides. You know who laid this out really well was Rand Paul. Tell me this. Is this... Uh, now, look, Rand Paul, I, I, we generally like. Uh, he's been pretty good. I, I, sometimes he hasn't taken stands when I really wanted him to. Yeah. Other times he takes really hard stands when I'm, I'm not necessarily... I'm like, really? That's what you're going to make the big stand on? Mm-hmm. So we've had some issues with him on that. Generally speaking, though, I think he's really good. One of the good guys in the Senate. We're fans. Um, so, But th- listen to him lay this out and tell me this is not a reasonable position uh, for a Republican, for a conservative to take in the middle of this watch. So is there no way you can get to a yes vote? Well, what we can do is, if they cannot get 50 votes, if they get to impasse, I've been telling leadership for months now that I will vote for a repeal, and it doesn't have to be a 100% repeal. So, for example, I'm for 100% repeal. That's what I want. But if you offer me 90% repeal, I'd probably vote for it. I might vote for 80% repeal. What percent is it but now? realize that this, realize, hey, just one second, realize that the Obamacare subsidies in this bill are actually greater under the Republican bill than they are under the current Obamacare law. That is mm. not anywhere close to repeal. Yeah, wow. and, and that's partially... I love the idea, first of all. Eight, get me to 80%, I don't know, 70%. Get me to, honestly, 50% repeal at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we're looking at this, I'd probably be happy with. This is like a 15% repeal. And he's saying that the, the Obamacare subsidies are higher, which is technically accurate, though a little bit, to me, misleading in that... Uh, it, it, basically, what they're doing is they're changing money that instead of the money coming from Medicare, which it does now, it would come from Obamacare. So it's the same amount, though. Like it's not, you know, overall, it actually technically still cuts spending um, by a decent amount. Though I think it's very fair to say that there's no reason to believe the Medicare Medicaid cuts are actually going to come. Medicaid cuts are pushed so far out in the future. A future Congress is just going to say, "Oh yeah, by the way, no, we're not doing that." So. I think that's very, very likely. However, the way it's framed is like they're taking people who are, and I think this is a good change, honestly. Um, they're taking people who are above the poverty level and saying, um, uh, it, let's, let's call it above the, the typical Medicaid level. Okay? They're saying, what Medi- but what Obamacare said was more people can be in Medicaid. So they took like, you know, let's say if it's $10,000, they said, well, people up to $20,000 can also be under Medicaid. What this is saying is we'll still give people the money between ten dollars and $20,000, but that's going to come from the Obamacare side rather than the Medicaid side. To me, that's not, that's not really increasing the premiums that come from Obamacare. They're just taking it from one side. and It's one pocket to the other. It doesn't really make that big of a difference. The issue is it's actually a slight cut in the amount of money that comes out um, that you're going to spend on these things. But I mean... 
you know, it's not enough. We, we pointed this out the other day. A good way to understand the bill as a whole is the subsidy levels you can go up to. Obamacare gave people free money to buy health insurance up to $98,000. The, uh, the Senate plan gives people free money to buy health care up to $86,000 in income. You know, look, is that better? I mean, I would say, yeah, it shouldn't go up to $86,000. It certainly shouldn't go up to ninety eight. I don't think you should go up to $86,000. $86,000 is a lot of money. You need federal mm. insurance for health care, and you're making $86,000 a year? Now, I can understand if you're living in Manhattan, that could be an issue. Though, at $86,000, you probably shouldn't be living in Manhattan. I was going to throw that out there. You should probably well, what if you're living, not only living in Manhattan, but you've got a family of 14. What if, what if you have 14 children? Well, uh, the 86000 is not going to go very far. You're essentially under the poverty level. Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there are mm-hmm. circumstances, although I don't think... What if you also take care of the rest of your family, like your extended family? Take care of your mother and your father and your mother-in-law and father-in-law? Well, what you're talking about are approximately then... three cases <laughs> worldwide, uh, not even in the United States. Look, okay, uh, but you're not saying that doesn't exist. No, those three people right? will be... So you don't um, care we, about those people. That's true. You don't I, care I about don't them. I don't care about people. <laughs> what was the case? You live in Manhattan, you make $86,000 exactly, you have 14, 14 children, children, and you take care of all of your extended camp- yes. family. I don't care about you. Wow. I just flat out don't care about you. There you have it. There you go. That's the Republican plan right there. (laughs) Again, I just don't think uh, it's this is not a controversial bill. The the biggest thing that was really frustrating is think about how this happened, Pat. You have we have the 2008 system. Obamacare is proposed. It is overwhelming, uh, overwhelmingly unpopular and is pushed through on partisan lines, pole vaulted across, uh, and, and has all sorts of issues from the beginning. It remains unpopular the rest of the situation. And now we're supposed to look at it as the only way to measure the GOP plan is to measure it against Obamacare. Yeah. That's the only thing you can measure. You yeah. can't take into account that it's much, 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 mm. much more liberal than what we had in 2008 when the Republicans mm. were saying, we don't want to expand health care in these ways. Yeah. And now they, they do. They got control. Now they do. Uh, in a, to a large extent, because of this liberal program that you pro- that was out there, and now the fact that they bring it back a hair is some big deal. And what's interesting is that if you oppose it, like these five senators do, including Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and three others, Rand Paul, as we mentioned, uh, Heller, and uh, uh, who's the uh, fifth one? Um, is it Collins? Susan Collins. Uh, she's the sixth. Uh, if you count oh, okay. Collins, you got six. So it's uh, Cruz, Lee, Heller, Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson, that's who I was Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Okay. And then, uh, obviously, the last one being uh, uh, Susan Collins. Because she, she so, kind of just like a little bit of uh, opposition, but, but not necessarily But what's close. interesting is they're, they're pitting these guys with Nancy Pelosi. And they're saying she, they oppose it just like Nancy Pelosi does. So they're, they're making it appear as though they're liberal and we're the, we're the conservative yeah. ones trying to do the right thing. Which is so disingenuous. And it's just a stinking, flat-out lie. But it's interesting because Red State wrote an interesting article about do Republicans even remember why Obamacare should be repealed? Mm-hmm. Republicans have forgotten why repealing Obamacare is important, and they have a leader in President Trump who probably never even knew in the first place. What a great, what, a, what an astute statement that is. Mm-hmm. All we're hearing now is about how Obamacare is failing, which is true. But it is not the reason why conservatives have been demanding its repeal since the day it passed. All of the promises turned out, unsurprisingly, to be flagrant lies. (laughs) 